We want respect from. What do I have to drink to get respect? IPAs. I'm not drinking a fucking IPA. Speaking of. Disgusting. Damn, we should have done that on the show. Smell it. It's going to smell like doo doo. We are. It was filming. Oh. Okay, see, it smells good. Yeah, taste it. COVID. That's not bad. Yeah. This is, see, here's the thing. Let me pour this. Little aftertaste. Not not a fan. The aftertaste is what's going to get you. That was not bad. But for those of you watching the show that oh, we rolling, rolling. We are. That oh, okay. Don't know my history is. I loved craft beer. And this is when he found out when he was homeless. No, <laughs> didn't love it that much. But I loved crash, crash, craft crash beer. beer. Uh, in a prior life. And God bless, I hope this thing doesn't fall. See, this is what uncut means. Is we're not going to make any... There we go. We're not going to make any cuts or No adjustments, over. nothing right into so, it. So, I loved craft beer in a prior life. And uh, they... I think it... Hold on, let me make sure it's recording. <laughs> what the... F- this is how it's gonna go, guys. This is how it's gonna go. Dude, like that's never happened. Yeah, it does. It just doesn't happen on camera. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Let me get my composure. <laughs> you Fuck you, Dutch. You walked to check the you <laughs> Dutch. I don't even know if it was filming. Welcome to WWF Uncut. God damn it. Yeah, you know it's a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, I'm Patrick. Yeah, that's Dutch. And this is Uncut. All right. All right. The microphone survived, I think. <laughs> Hopefully you can, yeah, you can still hear is me. Is it going to come off again? I don't know. God, that I broke great. it. See, the thing is, I got these. When I bought these microphones, they came as a package. And what's crazy is I've had so many people hit me up on these about these microphones. Right. And I found them, I guess, right before the big boom happened with mm-hmm. them. So they're they're like a they're called oh, pod mics. So you mics got them like uh, like a you got them cheaper than other people did. No, 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 no. They're they're a hundred dollars, which is amazing because if you if you ever use these, this, the quality is insane. The quality sounds good, but the like these things you feel like you throw them off a building. And they are pretty sturdy. Oh, God! It's already starting. The only thing I've ate today, BT Dubs, I'm is sweating. Why are you always sweating? It's hot down here. Is it the Fat Man sweats? And is that I'm drinking? Yeah, I feel you. I'm, but, I'm, a, I'm a little. My feet are now, chilly. Look, by the way. Like now, you can't find these anywhere. Like they're all sold out. Maybe because of the pandemic, but legitimately, like Joel was looking for one. Reggie, a guy I went to high school with, messaged me and was looking for one. Another guy named Nate messaged me that's got a podcast that was like, I like those mics. What are they? And I just sent him the link on Amazon. Right, right. But I got them on Amazon. I got the whole deal. It's like, it was, I don't know. I don't know how much it was. <laughs> nice. Oh. Never burping competition. I don't burp. But My, uh, uh, if he's just watching this, that was for you, babe. That was for you, babe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like these mics. But I, I thought these things screwed off. So like literally the second day that I had it, I broke it off. So, like, yours, you can't take off. You just screw the mic on. Mine, it just pops right off. I need to, like, Gorilla Glue it or something. So, wait, wait, wait. wait. You broke that one? Yeah. The first day you got it. Second. Oh, second. <laughs> but, yeah, so let me get, let me give people – I know we're, we started hot. Yeah, with, we did. With a clusterfuck opening. But That's a regular old PWX match yes. to start for you. Yes, I can't stop sweating. Why is it so hot? But it's because basically what you're seeing – I know it's not the normal setup. We got a new logo, but what you're watching tonight or today or this morning or whenever you watch it on the High Spots Wrestling Network or more in Pepper. I can't even in pepper? talk, Dutch. I can't talk. Well, clearly. Come on. Let's get this focus going. <sighs> this is why I don't drink and do podcasts. But you, but this we decided we were going to do this, so we're going to go full force. <laughs> I got I'm down two beers. I got two IPAs. To you got the out. AC running. I, yeah, but it's, I don't feel it. But you know what? I, I've only ate pasta today. Literally like a small little bowl. So I, I might feel Subway. this. I might feel Subway, this. I just ate sushi. Fuck, I'm jealous, man. You yeah, had sushi? Man. 
E Noodle in Concord. Yep. Yep. Every Thursday, yep. buy one, get one free. Dope. That's why we eat sushi on it. Thursdays. I go to wasabi. What do you eat? Wasabi. No, what? Oh, oh. Like what sushi? Dude, if you throw it in front of me, I'll probably eat it. Obviously, you know, you, the the basic. What's your favorite? God, that's pretty good. It was Sam My Adams. My favorite so I was... sushi is probably. I love a dragon roll, man. Yeah, dragon rolls are good. I dragon like rolls uh, good. Spicy tuna roll. God, oh, that shit hits. You know why? Oh. For those of you who don't know, check out. I think on SoundCloud. Uh, he Kane made a Punch, rap song. Cane Punch Comedy. Title of the album is Spicy Tuna Roll. I can't even talk. <laughs> it's going to be so shitty. Did you eat all your sushi? Yeah, I only got one roll. Damn, I hate you. Because I got some miso soup with it. Oh, that stuff is good. Last time we went to eat noodles, I wasn't impressed with what I got. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was Dude, like a little sit-down bowl just, or something. And Oh, you got some like... You yeah, sushi. You got yeah. some noodles. Yeah, and uh, which should be their flagship dish, considering they're called e noodles. E noodles, right? Yeah. So when I went there and I, I ate, I was like, "All right, let's get it." It was you know Dylan and Mom, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't remember who else we had, but we had a group of people, mm-hmm. and we were all like super hype about it. And Mom and Dylan were like, "Oh man, I'm loving it." I'm just like, "It's sorry, eh, it's, right. it's, it's all right." And I'm like, "Oh god, damn! I, I wish I could." Remember the name of this place, but we went Where's and at? they make sushi burritos. It's in university. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's probably like Sushi 101. No, a big sushi place. It's it's in a parking, like a parking lot. And like when I say parking lot, you know what I'm talking about. It's it shares a parking lot with other um, uh, stores. Like when you first walk in, it's right there to the right. Big place. Not really big. It's but not big. It's very clean. It's across from another restaurant that it's like a finer, no, finer no. dining restaurant. Oh, it, like, it's, a, it's like where, diagonal it's to a, the boardwalk. It's a store Billy's that's literally. It's in front of a store. Um, you know where Total Wine the, is? Maybe that's no the wine room. That's what it's called. There's a place where they sell wine, beer, wine and alcohol. Room. That's wine room. in University, and it shares a parking lot with a bunch yes. of other stores. Is it in that little strip? It is in a strip, but it's not down there because it's up. It's uh, like the sushi place is up while it's down. You know what I mean? Like you have to go down yeah. a hill. And um on the other side of the bridge from all that? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. Like the people watching up. this have no fucking interest in what we're talking about, right? Well, look it up. <laughs> look it up. If you live in Charlotte. You literally get a sushi burrito. Like That's they awesome. make a bur- Don't look it up. I, I believe you. No. May as well call the man that knows. Who? Why not? Dylan will oh. tell me. So while while he does that, let me try to get this fucking intro out. <laughs> what you're seeing, I know this is this is supposed to be episode 11 of the Wrestling Open Forum, and that we were going to do that, but we're debuting the WF Uncut, that is a Patreon exclusive episode episodic podcast system Look or how good setting. That looks. Yeah, shout out to DeGrucci. DeGrucci, yeah, not DeGrucci. 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 Hey. Yeah, Mark DeGrucci. I don't know if I'm saying right. Hello. But yeah, he, he hooked up the heads. Can you hear me? Yeah. Dope. Yeah. All right. What's the name of the sushi place that we went to that they make burritos out of them? Uh, Kingfish Poke. Kingfish Poke. Ah. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Always the man with the answers. But Kingfish Poke. If you haven't gone, go. It is literally the tip. God damn it. Can I finish this? Fuck no. Yeah, so what this is, is this called WAF Uncut or WF Uncut, Wrestling Open Forum Uncut. It's uncensored. Anything goes. Dutch can ask me anything he wants. I can answer anything I want. Or I can ask Dutch anything I want. Our patrons on Patreon can ask us anything they want. Anything. Nothing's off limits. We have to answer. That's our agreement in this. Uh, so we're kind of we're really just going to shoot the shit. We're going to talk about stuff that we really wouldn't talk about. The only thing we can't talk about is legally binding. Yeah, yep, any, like, obviously. Any, like if anything that could it. literally cost us our jobs that we yeah. have to keep to our chest. Yeah, we have to we have to protect ourselves. But besides that, uh, yeah, we can talk about anything, and we're going to talk about anything. And I got some questions for Dutch. You got some questions for me? Doesn't matter what it is. No. 
cool. Literally, we can talk about anything, but we're going to you know try what? to talk about wrestling. I didn't plan so. for this. But no, that's but a good that's thing. That's the pan. That's yeah, the, that's, that's the point. That's the point is we don't plan. We don't organize like we do. We don't research like we do for the Wrestling Up Informed show. Uh, but we encourage everyone to go check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash WF show. It's three tiers, $5, $10, $15, <clears throat> $15. Just if you want to support us, support us. If you want to get this type of material or episodic podcast material uh, on a basically a bi-weekly or monthly basis on top of everything else we do, like the kick out the wrestling up and form show, the take it home podcast. Old and then we're going to do live Q and A's with our patrons. Uh, that's coming up. And if you want to buy me a birthday present, you can sign up for a patron because my birthday's on the 21st. Dude, do it. Turning 37. I think our numbers are growing. They I are. That. I know our patron numbers are growing because people say, could you see who bought one? I'm like, clearly, I know you bought yeah. it, idiot. Yes. <laughs> we <laughs> appreciate them. Is it? Is one of them the babes? No, not yet. Not yet? No. She keeps asking. She's well, the one. Well, don't feel I'm, bad because Katie hasn't bought one. Hasn't bought they anything. don't love us. But she shouldn't. Is. She's not going to listen to any of it. No. And she supports me by not bitching when I'm down here doing it. <laughs> so that's the best that's support. The support I need. That's the best support. But yeah, so uh, we neither one of us have our phones. Well, you have your phone, nope, I'm not and we're not doing this right live. At some point, we'll do it live on our patron Patreon, Patreon. Uh, page. But yeah, if you if you don't want to go to our Patreon page, if you have no interest in spending money on what we do, uh, enjoy this episode on the High Spots Wrestling Network, and uh, just continue to support us on the High Spots Wrestling Network or listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio. Spotify, I think that's most of them. There's a iTunes? bunch of other ones, but those are the I said iTunes or oh, Apple Podcasts, okay. not iTunes anymore. It's whoa, Apple Podcasts, Apple whoa. Music. Is Apple Music going to be a thing anymore? It's Apple Music now. That's what I'm saying. Is it going to be a thing anymore? I heard they're shutting it down. Why? I don't know why. I'm not an Apple fan. So I'm well, on Spotify. First off, fuck you for that. <laughs> and second off, everybody's going to be on Spotify because that's going to be they have the video platform. Oh, I can't after wait. January first, yeah, after, that's gonna be. I think after September is like a trial run, but they have found out a way for me to pay for a Spotify membership. So basically, what's gonna happen is how much is Spotify? Is, I pay nine dollars. Nine dollars. Yeah, I pay nine ninety nine. But to be fair, though, it's the best nine dollars I've ever spent because yeah. the amount of music I can listen to, I don't have to worry about like going out to buy a song. I have to stop or you right there. You, the second best nine ninety nine he spends because the first best nine ninety nine you spend is, is the wrestling open forum. No, we don't have one for nine ninety nine. It's the High Spots Wrestling Network. Dutch. Yeah, you're right. They are fucking sponsors, dude. Dude, I was. You don't All want right. me to set you up so, or no? On Spotify? No, for the High Spots oh. Network. Oh, that was a setup. Yes. I didn't realize. I just <laughs> thought you were a moron. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, this is this is what you get. So we're going to sit here for an hour, shoot the shit, drink some beer. Hopefully you have a beer with us unless it's 8 o'clock in the morning and you are a loyal listener and you're listening to this or watching this. That's Dylan. Then don't. <laughs> yeah. Wait till later. Just turn it off right now. I'm going to give you a chance. Turn it off. All right. So anybody that's with us. We're drinking. Cheers. We got a double tap. Double tap. Always double tap. Rule number. Rule number three. Two, two or three. On Zombie Land, great one of the greatest movies ever made. God, that first one was so good, and then second one, they're like, you know what? Let's just go goofier. And I'm glad they embraced I'm, I'm that. Glad. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm, so I was happy with the second. One. I, I, I didn't, didn't think want, I would be when they did the monster truck scene. And I'm not going to give anything away because I'm I hate spoilers. Listen, it's been, it's but been dude, in that theaters was, and it's been on. That shit was funny. Yes, <laughs> I was like, yes. what is going? Yes, <laughs> it reminded me of the uh, video the game hippie, Dead like Rising the group. Oh, dude, it's so Beautiful. funny, so funny, so. Let's get into it, man. I'm ready to ask some questions. So, all right. You want me to ask you a question first? Nope. I'm asking you first. Let's go. All Let me right. Take a big chug of my I, I want to ask a very personal question, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I know you'll be able to go with it in stride. All right. All right. Part one of question one Do you consider your wrestling career a success for no. yourself? And if not, which you said no. What would have you done different knowing now? Uh, no, it was not a success. I've, I consider my career in wrestling is getting to a successful point. So my full career. Right. Wrestling-wise, no, it was not a success. And the, ma- the major reason 
is because I never went a hundred percent in. Okay. I never, yeah, yeah, I yeah, never, yeah. I never wanted to travel a lot. I never wanted to do this for a living, like wrestling. I never wanted to wrestle for a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a hobby, but like the landscape was different then. Um, oh, totally different. Yeah. yeah. Would you know? Yeah. Um, the, I do know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. The, we had maybe six shows in North Carolina that you could wrestle on. And, uh, mm-hmm. like, two of them were, like, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, which used all, uh, like, all the old old WWE guys or old yeah. WCW guys, like the Stein, the Steiners and the Buff Bagwells and the Barbarians and the Lex Well, people Lugers. got off on that, so. Yeah, that, I mean, that that's... was a thing. That was a thing back then. And, uh, and I was lucky enough to be in that group because of who trained me. And uh, we got to work those shows, but it was, I was never, I was in love with it. Don't get me wrong. I was like diehard in love with it. I love it But I too. was never manipulated. Well, I take that back because I was manipulated when I was super young to just go wrestle for nothing in front of nobody. See, and that was a huge problem for me. When I got done, I'm not going to say done, when I got towards the end of my career, mm-hmm. When I told somebody that I was like, I mean, I get paid by ticket sales. Mm -hmm. So if I go out and I sell a ticket, I keep the money. Yeah. Because they get money from, I don't know how they were making money, but they were making money somehow. And they were like, hey, you sell a ticket, that's your money. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time I sold sold like 50 tickets. So I was selling them at $10 a pop. And how much do you get paid per ticket? A dollar? No, they told me, there was one show I remember they told me, they were like, literally take every dollar that you make on this one really and i was like they just wanted people in the crowd yeah yeah they they wanted to get the product out and nice. so this was That's like not a bad deal no and i, I was cool with it i got yeah. 500 dollars for a show so i felt pretty good Damn. i was like okay and i mean they so i, yeah. I, I didn't mean that's, for this, I, I don't I, mean for this to be on me i want to hear about no, you no, no no that's that's fine because i want to hear about your <clears throat> wrestling career because me and you cross paths we cross paths one very, time yeah, one time and which my I thing hated was, that we only did it one time, though. Yeah. the My thing was I was at really athletic. And Matt, who's still one of my best friends to this day, shout out Matt Crosby, a.k.a. the <laughs> first big country I ever met. A.k.a. Yeah, I know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. I remember um, seeing him. I was like, he was, he's, holy he was, shit. Like, I wonder what would have happened if he would have stayed with it. But he was he was naturally supremely gifted. talented. Yeah. Un, like, Ran circles around me, <laughs> like he was the reason that we got booked so much. And, um, but I was like, I just love, like I loved wrestling. And I just sacrificed my body. And me and him, like back then, whoever you trained with, like I explained this on another, I think on one of my one of my Tuesday special podcasts, like who you train with is who you wrestled. Mm-hmm. So, like there was a guy named Jeff Richards who was Jeff Justice. Uh, it was him, uh, Lodi, Brad Kane, uh, Mike, the uh, Lodi. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mike Bukikio, who is the guy that owns High Spots. Yeah. A guy named Patrick, I can't say his last name, Desmartinez, who was Pat, uh, Johnny Blaze, who owned uh, a, uh, a, ACW uh, for a while, and then he owned Ring Divas. Um, and there was a few guys, a guy named Kenny, I can't remember his last name. He used to be Mike's tag team partner. It was Omega. And, no, no, no. <laughs> this guy looked That'd have been like dope. Omega. <laughs> that would have been um, dope. <laughs> It was super nice. I mean, like, all these guys helped us so much. We trained in China Grove in China Grove Glass Warehouse because mm-hmm. uh, he had a 20-foot by 20-foot old NWA ring that was hard <clears throat> as shit. But uh, Jeff to trained To you, that us. was normal. Yeah. I mean, that was what was so crazy when I hit the high spots rings for the first time is You're like, we were so used f- to that NWA Mid-Atlantic ring, which was old and terrible. And uh, then you get on that plexi beam ring, and you're just like, oh, what is this? God, yeah. I will... Jump off of a building on this I remember thing. when I hit um, Monster Among Us. When I hit the ring for the first time for PWA, or yeah, the High Spots ring, and I was like... Oh, yeah. I yeah, I mean, you can take bad bumps in it, but for the most part, those things are pretty soft. I told Kate, I was like, dude, whatever you want to do. And he was like, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And the, and the way the plexi beam works, for those who don't or haven't never wrestled, the harder you hit it, the less it hurts. Yeah, so, so if you're a 300-pound man... You're yeah. perfectly I'm not, I'm fine. I'm not saying yeah. it doesn't hurt, but it's just... Uh, it's harder for divas. Of, and uh, can, I, can I speak on this real quick? Because I thought about this today. People sit there and talk 
we'll talk shit about a or not a diva, but uh, female wrestlers, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Because why they weigh 150 pounds, and when they hit the ring, it hurts a lot more than you think. Well, that's a majority of the reason that people don't like kids training. Is they're so yeah. small that they can easily crack a rib. Yes, or get and hurt. that's the thing. Like I was telling a girl today because she didn't understand why girls. She doesn't watch wrestling. She was like. Why do I watch female wrestlers and they're more like, you know, scared to hit the ring or they don't hit the ring right? But if you watch a, a guy, they hit the ring like they're supposed to. She's like, well, but depends. I don't watch it. There's some females that do. Now Well, yeah, now they do. Right. Yeah. And it's I told, back in the day is because they were they weren't all wrestlers. Right. And I was like, Well, that's just because they're lighter they're and that getting, ring they're just getting by. Right. No right. offense to them, but that's No, yeah, exactly. And, and guys some people do it at house shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And you know, the, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that today and had a conversation today about, like, the way you hit the mat is... Like, yeah. for me... Excuse me. I hated taking a front bump. Hated... The face bump? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Hated. I, did, I always turned my hips and landed on my right hip. And I should have. And I remember one time I, I had a show... You crush your nuts one time. <laughs> it like, sucks. Like, either, you're, either you're, you're messing up your knees because your knees are hitting first. Yep. Or you turn that hip. I did a frog splash... And and they told me. <laughs> yes. So the guy was like, yeah, just go for a frog splice and you miss and then uh, you get up and then I'll do this and match over. And I was like, yeah, yeah. okay. And I hit. I remember when I hit, I immediately thought, is my body broke? Yeah. Oh, and I could breathe. That's why. And, yeah, that's why. Oh, like when I my even, body Even hurt. to this day when I do a moonsault, I turn my hip. To the side. When to the I side land. so you can land. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I just, I'll never do a front bump again. If anybody's like, how the hell does Rey Mysterio my, do it? One of my favorite bumps. He does it every time. One of my favorite bumps to take is a belly to belly off the top rope. It's because it's a lot more smooth. Well, just because I like flying through the air and, yeah, yeah. and, I, and I'm 250. So 250 pounds coming <laughs> off the top rope and landing. Yeah, Especially yeah. if you go up and down, like if you don't right. glide it out. You go up and down when you hit the mat, you barely even feel it. Well, let's hold on side A real quick. Did you see that power bomb that Cole took? Yes. Holy shit. That's another conversation. The last one. Oh. My God. <laughs> I'm with you 100%. Dude, he died. Me, like, he hit it. My brother paused it and we looked at each other like, how's he not dead? And then it rewound was. it, did it again, and watched the rest of the match. We're like, Such a good match. Wow. Anyways. But yeah, so, so to wrap it back up, no, yes, my I failed as a wrestler. But uh, like I have said before in numerous podcasts, I, I believe if you if you love wrestling, you have a place in it. Sure. Sometimes, yeah. it's, sometimes it's not wrestling. You, you know. I know this. it's not wrestling. Yeah. But I think that being able to wrestle and understand wrestle and be trained to wrestle helps us do our job even better than we than we were able to do so if we weren't is, trained. So to tack on to that, one more thing. Um, why, not why, would you, you want to get back in the ring, but no, you don't, don't, you don't ever want to get back in the ring as full-time no, or part-time. You just want to have one match? Uh, I just want to beat the shot of Corey Hoff. Oh, okay. You just yeah. want to get in there and duke it out with him. Yeah, I'm not time. even going to do moves. You just want to punch his face in. shit out of him. <laughs> I'm going to punch the shit out of his yeah. face. And then I'm going to hear him cry about it for a year. <laughs> David Patrick. <laughs> I don't because whenever wrestling, whenever I, I was, I kind of lost my passion for actually wrestling was when the norm became calling it in the ring. They're not calling it, calling it before you get to the ring. I'm a, I'm a big fan, even though it's, it's Man, not. Man, you're going to say what I used to do and I know. I'm I know a, it. I'm a big fan of you like calling it in the ring, oh. like feeling the people and listening. Yeah. I love that aspect of it because a you don't have to remember anything except for the finish. Yep. And b that's how you learn. That's how you learn to adapt. You learn to yep. uh, like your for your mind to react as soon as yep. it can, and uh, you learn how to not control a match <clears throat> but keep the pace of a match. Yeah. If you because like. Whenever, whenever it became the norm or became more repetitive, that like let's do this spot, this spot, this spot, we'll lay it out this way. Like after the second spot, I'm thinking about the next spot so much, I'm blow myself up. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Because you're trying then, to keep up, and then it's ten yeah. times harder to um, remember, remember the spots. You know Xavier, Xavier Maxim. Yes. Um, 
he, me and him actually had decent matches. Mm-hmm. Like, if I could ever choose a, a match that I was like, oh, yeah, these were decent, uh, were with him yeah. because he was my tag partner. Mm-hmm. And we would literally go, we would find out who needed to win. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, what do you want to do? Frog Splash? All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. You want to go Cloverleaf? All right, cool. That's fine. So that's what we do. We wouldn't plan any, we literally plan the way we would start the match mm-hmm. and then feel the match the rest of the way with. Yeah. With fans, and um, usually it was like that's why I learned to sell so well because mm-hmm. I was always a small guy, yeah, in the damn locker room every single time. So I and get if this you sh- sell good, it slows the pace of the match down. Oh so yeah, people so people can't get carried away because that's another thing is you have to like back back in the back in the day in the day, brother, when we wrestled, you'd have to like you legitimately and you still get into matches with people that you don't really know at these small shows but for the most part the good people are pretty well known yeah. and i'm only speaking from pwx perspective is when people go to pwx they know that who they're working they usually know who is it is legit yeah yeah and, and can hold their own right it is and will be safe for the most part right but um like back then man it was just all like outlaw shows and there was no like big indie right that you could work and yeah. it was all like 50 to 100 people Unless you did a show like Mid Atlantic that drew a thousand people at right, like yeah, some yeah. little podunk, you know some really... little podunk high school in Pageland, South Carolina. <laughs> Pageland. Yeah, dude, I, I'll tell you a funny story if you want me to. I remember going to Pageland, South Carolina for the first time. It was me and Matt opening the show, and oh, curtain uh, jerk, huh? Yeah, and it was mid. It was with Mid Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff drove us down uh, because we just traveled with Jeff. Yeah, um, I have so many CW, or it's not CW, it's uh, just Mid Atlantic Championship Wrestling. Um, stories from back then, but uh, me and Matt, me and Matt got popular because right after Petey Williams did a destroyer, we figured out how he did it and we started doing it. So, oh, like, this, so is, this is before, it. yeah, this is before everybody jumped on board and started doing it. Right, right, like, right. This is like legitimately, he did it at, at the TNA pay per view on a is Wednesday it night. The one where he jumped from the top rope, no, and no, did no, it, no, or no. is just we've a regular done that one before. Oh yeah, that um, one is beautiful. You know which one but, I'm talking about? Yeah. When it was on like TNN, and and that's and, the one me and Cedric did in our match. Jesus Christ, it's beautiful. The um, but like so that's what we do. So I remember Ricky Nelson telling us like, boys, I need you to go home with a roll up, but I want you to do the little flip pile driver gimmick y'all do. <laughs> the flip and pile like, driver gimmick. And I was like, big part of that doesn't make sense, Ricky, because <laughs> if I get hit with that pile driver, I shouldn't be moving at all. Did anymore. you roll out? I did. But then, but Boom. then, but we put the, me on the bucket team. <laughs> the spot was we rolled out, traded two chops apiece, and after my third chop, Matt hulked up for a second and then gave me a big clothesline on the floor, which the people ate up because they have mats and yeah, bumped yeah. Them. They, might sounds, have, they might not. It have sounds had like they might have just had gym floor. Yeah, but uh, dude, we Ooh, got we got even our ass reamed when we got to the back. That's a main event spot. What are you doing on the first match on the card? I said, well, Ricky, we. <laughs> Like to, I we, get what you're saying, but you wanted like we had to get out of like what you want him to just roll out and throw me back in, which made sense. But we're out there. Let's make a spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember standing like had no. I was so used to doing these little like shitty shows in front of twenty people that I had no interest in going looking out the curtain before I went out. I just sat back there and talk and talk shit to each other and dude, that's how whatever. And uh, my music hit and. Like, gave Matt a fist bump. Be so, safe, be safe. Walked out of the curtain, there's like 1,500 people in that gym. You're like... <laughs> I was like, I walked out. I, there's Somebody's got a video. I've seen it. Like, I walk out, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> You're like, wow. what is this? Okay, okay. So, I remember, um, like, filling out the match, man. We were in a tag match. I missed that feeling, And man. I was in... A match with, I couldn't tell you who I was across, mm-hmm. but I remember there was a dude that was on the team of me and Xavier, and his name was, he called himself Van, something Van Halen, um, and I can't, Sean Van Halen, I think is what his name was. I think, do you have long blonde hair? Yes. Yes, I know Okay, him. so this If pissed, it's the same guy, I got a story about him. This pissed me off more than anything. I like the dude. Mm-hmm. But I got super pissed at him because we were sitting there, and the fans were chanting me. 
They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Xavier's like, man, it's crying top for you, man. Of course, it's like 90% of your people. <laughs> you so- broke the 50. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, I know, right? And Xavier's like, all right, guys, Dude. I'll get you eight dollars. I'll get you in eight dollars a head, <laughs> as Dude, long as on, you chant on. Dutch the entire time. match. Yeah. So, and then when it's not, I'm not there, just chant, "We want Dutch." <laughs> <laughs> Basically, um, you know, Monster Among Us, they chanted for me the entire freaking yeah. time. So we're sitting Love. here and they're like chanting for me. They're like Dutch, 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 mm-hmm. and Xavier's like. Dude, just do your fucking victory lap, man. Just just run around this ring and get them hype. And I was like, so of course he talks man into it. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna go do it. So I'm like, let's please, go. And I'm running around. This guy dicks this dude, I like, I'm going around the ring and I'm like, yeah, woo, woo. And I get up there and uh, Xavier's like, that's my tag partner. And the crowd's eating it yeah. up. And then the bad guys, you know, the heels are like, no, don't cheer for him. And they're yeah. eating it up and yeah. they're going with it. And I get up there and then Sean's like. Don't ever fucking do that again. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the, and then Xavier yeah. tells him, like, right back, and he's like, you're on our team, dude. I should so be then he goes, <laughs> so we, we go in the back and we have this big ass fight about it. And he's like, don't ever take away from the match like that again. And I remember Xavier, like, literally tells him one thing. He goes, dude. You're in our team at that time. Yeah. They're cheering for Dutch. He's doing what he wants to do. What should have happened. And dude, he was hot. Was you? We never tagged all, again, by the way. You do all of that, and you get up on the top rope, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, Dutch is the fucking man." <laughs> and then you jump down, and one of those heels just Boo! murder you at the clothesline. <laughs> I would have loved have that. Them. You had like that's all. Boo! That's like, you hit like, Dutch. Boo! Like, let them. Oh, like, they would have raped. Be like, guys, I got this. Just take your heat for like a good ten <laughs> minutes. Make a hot tag. <laughs> let Sean get his shine since he's a puss, <laughs> and and keep him happy because he's a, the superstar. Oh man! And take it home and go back and get paid and have a beer. That's so all what's you. Your, so what's your story? I want to hear this story. The uh, that was that by the way, be, like I said, be that same guy. Um, white dude, long blonde hair. He had he kind of he there later on. I believe he did like a slinky. Yes, you yeah. training at hot spots. I don't know if he did, but he was with George. So he had to Maybe. have. God, I hope that's him. I don't. He, he wasn't like that. Like, well, one time uh, <laughs> we got, I got a call. I don't even know how I got the call. I got a call from Jay Eagle. You know who Jay Eagle is? I know the Spartanburg name. Spartanburg for APW. Jesus Christ. Bless him. Um, we know what that means and, in Southern. Yeah. Zach, Zach Kwan, Zach Salvation, and Rowdy James is the one that got me to Spartanburg. And, uh, like, you drive down there, not get paid, and you'd wrestle in front of about 60, 70 people in an old strip club <laughs> in Spartanburg, South Carolina. I, I had some fun was the strip, I can't really... Was, it, was can't, the strip part, like, where the no, poles were? Poles. Was that the entrance? Yeah, it was a, you could tell the stage was a strip, so, strip club But that stage. was the entrance? Yeah, it was like you come, on out, come out on each side. Oh, fucking yeah. love it. But, uh, it was, How I mean, sexy was for that? For the most part, at Pun that intended. day and time, it was a cool little setup. I appreciated it. But uh, just like APW Chester was a cool little setup for for what where I was in my in my wrestling career. Let me ask this: APW Chester uh-huh. is the same one that's going on now. Yeah, but it's not the same person that runs it back oh, there. Okay, back okay. then, it was Doug that ran it. I hear Brad talk about it, so yeah, I was wondering Brad if it was the same. Now, now, oh, okay. now William runs it, and William's supposed, supposed I've never met him. He's put, but I hear good things about him. Uh, Time to meet he's, you. He's Will. got a good system, uh, from what I hear, but. Uh, yeah, man, and they were like, "We need. We're having a tag tournament. We need another tag team." They might have called Mike. Mike might be the one to put this together. And so Mike had this lucha gear that was full body suits. <laughs> that, uh, that he's like, if you guys want to take the suits, y'all can. Mm-hmm. And they were just at high spots. So me and his name was Brandon. That was his real name, mm-hmm. Sean. The guy, the whatever. The guy, his real name is Brandon. Okay, yeah, yeah. And. Uh, I just remember him because he was super. He's like surfer dude. And yeah, he had, yeah, yeah. I guarantee that was it's him. It's the same guy. And uh, yeah, bro, what's up? Yeah, the OG and, Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so we go to we go to Spartanburg. We put on these lucha costumes and we come out. It to, was you and him. Yeah, and we come out to uh, Intergalactic. Oh, dumb. From, yeah, uh, Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. Yeah, <laughs> and that was the funnest time I ever had because it was the first time I ever wore a mask. 
Right, right. And nobody really, nobody you. knew. Yeah, nobody knew. Yeah. But I remember getting up on the, he had like barricades, like wooden barricades. We're getting up on top of it and getting the people going and almost falling. <laughs> <laughs> and we wrestled dirty in somebody. I can't remember. Dirty was a good wrestler. Man, it's so weird that you had a different experience than me. But did you go to Spartanburg? No, I didn't oh. go to Spartanburg. But that was in Moxville when I went. The, uh, I had, Dude, we I had, I had, I had down, really bro. good memories. Uh, shout out to Cole Maccabee and James McCone. Because I had really good memories in Chester. The people that I wrestled with were... ABM Chester was one of the funnest times I've ever had in wrestling. uh, Aaron McDuffie. Hmm. Um, That name sounds familiar. There was... um, God, I can't remember his name right now, and he's going to kick my ass. But uh, he called himself uh, Raymond Helms, the ice. Yes, I remember. I've met him before. What is... Man, Michael... Michael's his real name? Michael Koontz. We're throwing shoot names out. Yeah, of course. But, uh, shoot I remember, names. I'll tell you a funny but story. But they were, they, were, they were the reason that I got Did into, well, there was Dean mm-hmm. who introduced me into it, and he was working at Walmart, and he was like, hey, man, you need Dean to. Dean was the first person to ever train with us. Really? Yeah, I took He's Dean. He's the reason I got into it. I took Dean with me to Jeff's, and mm-hmm. he, had, he had to quit because of his work schedule. Oh, at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. And then we found a gym, we found a boxing ring in Charlotte at a place called Two Faces. Oh, no. That was in the ghetto. I know that shit was hard. And, oh my god! And me and Matt and Dean would show up with our wrestling gear and go in there and just wrestle and have fun. How and we the hell did it. you wrestle in a boxing ring? I don't know. You did it though. Yeah. That, well, when your Young knee doesn't work when you're 43, that's why my knees don't work when I'm 36. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but. Did you ever see Zach Salvation? No, not personally. So we we were in Gastonia, the same Gastonia Armory we run PWX at. And we were doing a DVD taping. Oops. I did Back that twice. When DVD tapings were amazing. This is a good time to pop over another beer. And uh, the main event was a cage match. Dun, dun, dun. All right, Stone Cold. Got it everywhere. Main event was a cage match with Zach Salvation and Rowdy James, who Rowdy James doesn't get enough credit. He was amazing, too. Uh, and, like, me and Matt, this is some little crap promotion. Me and Matt were the were the kingfish because we, yeah. we had been trained. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you were, were the top of the top. And we were the best at the, that, that, that the, Tony, the promoter, thought. Yeah. Um, and uh, this Fat <laughs> backyarder shows up named Zach Kwan and his friend named Rowdy James, and they proceed. He does a moonsault off the top of a cage. The big dude, Zach. Now, now Zach Zach Kwan, talking, who is said, still one of like I don't talk to him as much as I wish I did, <clears throat> but he's one of my best friends in wrestling, like ever. for the rest of my life. Uh, he's just an amazing human being. Uh, so talented, but he became one of the best wrestlers in the area. Right, right. I mean, for a while, for a long time, he got he got in super good shape. But I always and I give him shit about it. And he should get and he should give me shit about it too. I always remember. Oh, a funny story about that is uh, Matt worked a double shot for Johnny ACW, and so he's working in somewhere. And then he would he drove to Gastonia for the second match show. So he was on the first oh, match. Oh, and then he came. And we pushed the match back, pushed the match back, pushed the match back to semi-main. It was us against a uh, – it's an old tag team. They probably don't wrestle anymore. They were called Body Count. They were from Virginia. Uh, to amazing guys, amazing, super amazing guys. And uh, it was time for a match because it was just a semi-main and main, and Matt wasn't there. So I was like, all right, boys, I guess this is a handicap match. So I, so they went out, then I went out. We started the match. Like three minutes into the match, Matt runs out of the entrance and runs and jumps in the corner and puts the thing out <laughs> for a tag. You're like, and yes! This, 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 I'm glad I told this story because this is the epitome of calling it in the ring. Yeah. Matt had no idea what the finish was at all. Did you tell him and at all, though? No. And I looked at, God, I can't remember his name. Fuck, I wish I could remember his name. One of the guys from Body Count. Um, I looked at him and I said, uh, are you cool with me tagging him in? And he goes, yeah, go ahead. 
So I did an insiguri and I crawled over and I tagged him in for the hot tag and we went flawless for another ten minutes. It felt great. Oh my god! Now, speaking I, I did of, a moonsault. I did a moonsault off the top rope to the floor. On, onto them. Yeah. And they protected me so much that they split to catch me. And when they caught me, my momentum made them hit their heads. Again. Oh. I remember man. that. I remember that piece of it. Have you ever had a move where you're trying to get it off and you're just like, God damn it, just. And you just keep fighting it, and they're like, no, I need you to do this. No, do, no, no. <laughs> you keep fighting with the same move. Have you ever had that? Oh, like they keep a hold of it? Like they're trying to do something, and they're like, no, I need you to go. No, go. Oh, oh no. And then they try I to wrestle for- train people. Okay, so <laughs> I had one time where the dude chained, it was Michael, he chained, or Raymond Helms. Yeah. Obviously, we know who his favorite wrestler was. So he called. He called a spot in the back, but mm. changed it when we went out there. And he's like, all right, here we go. So he grabs me, and I'm over by the ropes. So I think he's trying to, like, put me by the ropes. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, no, come here. And I'm like, I come over there to him, and he's, like, trying to turn me, but I'm not turning. <laughs> it, it looked like a floppy fish, man. And he's you have like, to be aware. Then he literally goes, I'm trying to put you in the I'm prettier. And I was like, then fucking tell me you're putting me in the prettier. He didn't tell me. So then eventually puts me in it. Boom. I was like, well, that looked like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, All right, question for you. Okay. What is the thing that you hate the most about professional wrestling right now? Ooh. Can't do pandemic stuff. We know we, know we hate no crowds. And no, it's not that. You, want, you, you really, really, really want to know I what I hate about the, the most of wrestling. About the professional wrestling like presentation, business, whatever, okay. anything. Okay, so it has to be more of what I'm watching. No, it can be anything. Okay, what, because what I, I have a two-part of it. most about? I have a two-part. And it can't be, we, we know that the like speak out thing and all that shit. No, nope, it's not that. That irks the shit yep. out of us. Yep. So we've already uh, my, Mine's more, I, okay, so part one. I can't stand talking to actual fans about wrestling. I will not talk, you... And my brother... He doesn't mean that at all. <laughs> we appreciate all your support. <laughs> well, and <laughs> thank you for watching this special episode of Uncut. <laughs> He's just trying to get a sound bite that goes viral. <laughs> so just bear with him for the next three minutes, and then we'll move on. So three count. Here we go. Ready? So <laughs> what it is, and it's more uh, internet first, like yeah. in person. Um. Because I already know what you're re- gonna say. Wrestling, and you know, you is extremely. You? <laughs> you probably could. I know exactly what about, you're gonna say. It's so opinion based. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking opinion based, and I can't stand when I sit there and I talk to somebody and I tell them, for instance, for one, why do I get shit on? Because I was a Goldberg fan growing up. That's not fair. Oh, as so a, like bullying. As a, right, as a ten year old child, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Was watching Goldberg kick everybody's ass. Then he fought Hogan in the uh, the uh, in Atlanta. Yeah. And I've already said that they shouldn't have done that at Nitro, but it happened. Whatever. You oh, can't they remember. should have. I think they should have made they a pay-per-view. They sold out the Georgia Dome. Yeah, they did. Not but the it was, full of Georgia Dome, but what they had. Yeah, now, for what they had. Yeah. And they had one of the highest ratings they ever had in ever. history. Ever, yeah. I, so, smart. I, don't, I don't give a shit when anybody says, yes, you can make money, but sometimes you have to I do, pull the trigger when on I say this, I do to get to that point. I agree with Bischoff. He says he should have done a pay-per-view because it was no. the, one of the most anticipated matches ever, and he could have sold more Bo, money. I mean, I agree with him. He could have made more if, money if off of that. You you already shit the bed with Sting. If not at that point. Oh, okay. Well, then that would have no, been no. A, yeah. that would have been the precursor to shooting the bed at a in a pay-per-view match. That's the thing about if I Goldberg, can, and I can if Goldberg's going to beat him in ten seconds. Yeah, let him do it on Nitro. But he didn't beat him in ten seconds though. How long did it last? Two minutes? No, it wasn't a two-minute match because um, Hogan Hogan got up on him. Goldberg got on him. Hogan know, got Hogan, over him again. I know Hogan powdered and then, a few times. Yeah, and he powdered, to, right. To and then you him. had Henning come out, and that's when Carl – See, that's Steel. what I'm saying. But then you, that's when you had Carl Malone come out, and uh, he did the diamond, which to me was pretty awesome to see. Like, DDP and Carl – Public service announcement. Bring the volume down. I have a baby sleeping upstairs. Okay, and I really liked when Diamond Dallas Page and Carl Malone, you know, Diamond Cutter and Page was like, that's my boy Carl Malone on Kurt Henning. But anyways, that yeah. happened so, in the same match? Yeah. i tell you what, Dutch. Let me, there's something that needs to be said. Okay. We're talking about it since we're talking about fans. Yep. 
the fans need to understand they don't know shit about professional wrestling. Yeah. There are wrestlers at the upper upper shelf or upper echelon. Upper echelon? Echelon. I got you, dude. Of professional wrestling where they have no idea of what professional wrestling is or how to do it right. They're just good at yeah, what they yeah. do. They're good yeah. at what they do. They're good at performing. Yes. Yep. So fans need to understand, like, it's a, it's like being in an escape room. So follow me on this analogy, please. If you, like, it's, you can do the escape, you do the escape room over and over and over again. Well, then so, eventually you're going to understand. Yeah. So, yeah. If it, like, so you learn something more you learn a better technique or a better situation, yeah. how to handle yeah, a situation yeah, yeah. better with every time you do it. It's even like a job. Yeah. The more you do it, the more natural it comes. Exactly. So I think like you can't watch wrestling. Even if you've watched wrestling for 30 years, that doesn't make you a booker. That doesn't give right. you a fucking master's degree on how to book a territory uh, a, or, yeah. or successfully book and a storyline and to draw money. And if anything... There's been times where I, just me, I've heard you know people booking, mm-hmm. and I and I you know me, I do not like saying anything. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I will not say anything. Yeah. But then I'll just be like, hey, what if blah blah? Yeah. And then most of the time well, it's usually like, but most of the time you know in a PWX locker room, which I really because a lot of people are open minded. Yeah. A lot of people are. So if I say something, they'll go, yeah. I like that. Let's try That's that. That's interesting. Remember, I, I pitched something to Bravado, and he literally went, you know what? We're doing that. I like that a lot. And I was like, I mean, you don't have to. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I mean, he just went with it. And I was like, oh, And it worked. Okay, Sometimes, cool. sometimes you, that's the thing is you have to just continue to throw ideas out. And that's how you be, you continue you build a story based on ideas that just keep getting thrown to you. Right. Even when we're like doing our thing, mm-hmm. our production, yep. 99.9% of the time, you let me do me. Mm-hmm. You don't really ask like, hey, can you go do this or do that or anything? You're like, oh, well, he's going to get this shot. Yeah. I don't usually have to like listen in on that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if there is something you want me to get, you, I, I will move if I need to. I'm like, all right, Cody, you need to do this. And then, oh, Dutch, when this happens, I need you to get over here because yeah. this is what's going to happen. You know, you know, stuff like that. Like you said, people don't know shit. Like fans. Well, speaking, oh, man, he's not happy, is he? I think that's why he feels about fans. Let me tell you something shit. else I don't like. Yeah, this is supposed to be well, a two-parter. We're going to end on this. Okay, this you is supposed to be the, a two-parter. What you despise about professional wrestling. Full circle. Maybe maybe it's a it's a whole because I was gonna a whole. I, w- I was gonna pick on AEW pretty hard, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's a little unfair for me to pick on AEW by itself. Because remember when AEW when they first started, their production was pretty ass. Yeah, it, it was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And before you get on the, the Mark train, hold on, and calm down. I am. <laughs> I love. AEW. I watch it every Wednesday with my brother. That's mm-hmm. what we do. It's our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like their production. Um, some of their music, uh, there, there's like some songs that are just so bad that it drowns out the good songs. Yeah. Like, that's dude, what you're bitching about. Well, hold on. Hold Is there on. Hold music? On. I mean, it's pretty bad. Some of it's pretty bad. Some of it's really awful. But production wise, I think wrestling as a whole can do better and stop forcing stuff. And that's not yes. just production. That's just all together. Stop trying to force. Stop trying to force a moment. Because I feel like too many times yeah. I'm watching something and it's too forced. Well, do you think that forced moments are happening because there's no crowds? It has to be. Yeah. Maybe that's that's the big problem with that's not having crowds. Common denominator because in both you, companies. Pro. Yeah. You don't have fans controlling what's good and bad anymore. Yeah. Or well, you what, don't have you don't have that instant feedback. Right, right. To tell you what's good and bad like, anymore. You basically have to rely on the what the internet says. Right. I'm gonna fall on the the same argument that I do all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you have somebody like Rusev, super hot. Mm-hmm. Go with it. Yeah. But never did. True. Why? Blows my mind. 
I'll never know. And I do know his haircut was a problem with the WWE. You're going to bitch because of a haircut? Get the hell over yourself, man. But uh, it, it, that is, that, that. when I say production, I'm, I'm leading more into like um, moments that are being forced and stuff yeah. like that. And I didn't really care for AEW's production for a little bit. It was pretty sloppy. And sometimes they show stuff yeah. that they're not supposed to show. But well, I think it, I think that has to do with right now. It has to do with like eight hour production days that they have. Oh, is that what they're doing? Yeah, because they're filming Dynamite and then they're filming uh, their dark episodes. I didn't even think about that, man. Yeah, Maybe and I've yeah. heard from people that were there that it's like long days. Wow. And also with WWE, back it's at the long indie days. days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So we're gonna wrap up because it's getting late and I got a baby crying. Oh man, he is not happy. But yeah, so. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, this is us talking shit and drinking beer. And uh, this is uncut. This is what you can expect on Patreon, on our Patreon page. Uh, every month, we will get an uncut episode. Also, not to mention the live Q&A with every, all of our patrons yeah. that hop on there. Uh, you can catch every Monday, you got Kick Out with Dutch. Every other Friday, you got Take It Home with me. Then Wrestling Up Inform Show every Saturday, not this Saturday because you got the exclusive first episode of Uncut. Uncut. We're just letting you guys see uh, what it's all about and hope you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, once again, I we had, had fun. Yeah, it was fun. It's always fun talking about like old school memories of stuff and us talking about what we don't like and what we like about professional wrestling. True, true. But yeah, so once again, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, please check out our patreon.com backslash WOF show and just take a look at it. See if it's something for you. Uh, and remember, each tier has a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, I was going to say uh, wrestling or the High Spots Network. High Spots Wrestling 99. Network. You can watch us on there. The we what, have the Dutch? High Spots Network. The best 99. The best 99. Ever. 9.99 of your life. <laughs> of your life. And then obviously if you go to our Patreon, we have our five 10 and our 15 mm-hmm. ayo let's go and we fam that exactly and so literally like if you if you do the the we fam which i, I kind of like i've been looking at it more and more i'm like mm-hmm. that's a lot of good content but yeah. if you want honestly and i get it and i wouldn't be butthurt if you want to get the five dollars and see what really the content is that's cool like we want you to get started see what the content is then move up because yeah, just, to be fair, I think a really big thing on there mm-hmm. that I saw personally, 40% off of merch when that starts rolling. Yeah. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. We're kind of in a weird spot right now because I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again is with the COVID thing, our merchandise provider, yeah, uh, their 1820 uh, rely on a print to order setup. So right now. like with the COVID-19, it's all, everything's back backed up. So it's like a six to eight weeks. So if you don't buy merch now, just wait because we got a bunch of shirts that are about to come out and we're going to release them as soon as we get the clearance from uh, our 1820 that we can throw all these out. And yeah, so be on the lookout for that. But also check out WrestlingOpenForum.com where you can see all of our free uh, our free content. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, it'll give you insight into what we're all about, what we do. And yeah, so I had fun. It's, Let's do it again. We just threw it together, but hope you enjoyed it. So... I guess we'll close this the way we always close it. Yeah. For Dutch, I'm Patrick. And for Patrick, I'm Dutch. This is fucking uncut. (laughs) 